Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Happy Sunday to everyone out there on this, uh, here we go, the first Sunday of the month of October. Before you know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Anyway, October 3rd, 2021. I hope everyone's enjoying their day so far. It's a great morning here in New York City. And uh, as always, we're armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners on Talk Radio 77 WABC and all listening to our stream on WABCradio.com and on the 77 WABC mobile app. Uh, now, I want to make sure that I hear from you in just a little bit. We're going to be taking your calls right here on the Friends of the Court hotline. You know the number. It's 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Make sure you give us a call and share your thoughts. You know I always love hearing from you. And later on in the show, I'm going to reveal the results of our question of the week. But there is so much that happened in America this week. Now, first... What is going on on Capitol Hill? What are they doing with our money? And should you even care? Well, I'm going to tell you why you need to care. And then we're going to be talking about those hearings on Capitol Hill, where the top military brass testified in front of the Senate, as well as the House. Uh, And we learned the truth. From the Afghan generals, uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, Defense Secretary Austin, as well as the uh, head of the uh, Central Command, uh, Command McKenzie. Uh, uh, That's a real hoot. I can't wait to talk to you about that. And, of course, Gabby Petito, uh, her body obviously found. She's a New Yorker. We care about her. We care about all victims who have been lost and are found and found to be victims of homicide, as Gabby Petito is. Now, we're going to get to all those topics and break it all down for you here on the Judge Jeanine Bureau Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Plus, later on in the show, I gavel out with my closing arguments. And I'm also going to reveal the question of the week you don't want to miss. Uh, And if you have some ideas for a question of the week, just send them in. I always love your participation in the weekly polls on the topics that matter to all of us. And it's coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. But first, let's get to my opening statement. Now, have you ever been to Venezuela? Have you ever been to Venezuela? Have you ever wanted to vacation there? Have you heard about how beautiful it is there? Well, get ready, because if the progressive radical left wing of the Democrat Party has their way, socialism will be alive and well here as it is in Venezuela, a place once sitting on more oil than any other country in the world, which after years of, wait for it, Government overspending and welfare programs with open borders is now a perfect example of how socialism ruins nations. Now, the rise of socialism has never been clearer. Right now in America, there are forces that are dug in, they're organized, they're well-funded, they they are going to do whatever is necessary to make socialism happen. 
And you've seen the so, slow crawl. It happened in 2016. Remember when Bernie Sanders came out, he was running for president, and he said, well, I'm a Democrat socialist, and we all went, oh, no. Well, four years later, we found ourselves in a country inundated with Democrat socialists in office, starting with prosecutors and DAs funded by the Democrat Socialists of America, the George Soros-funded people, the DAs themselves more concerned with the criminal than the victims, and AOC right here in New York made a name for herself with the Green New Deal, pushing hard for the socialist agenda that is contained in that $3.5 trillion bill. Now, they call it human infrastructure. Now, human is just added in there to emotionally tie you in. The fact is that not all the money goes for roads and bridges. They're holding that bill up until they get their human infrastructure or build back better $3.5 trillion bill passed. Now, why should you care? You should care because you're paying for it. But... Joe Biden, that whiz we've got in the White House, says it's not going to cost you a dime. Let's take cut one, guys. We talk about price tags. It is zero price tag on the debt. Zero price tag on the debt. And you know what? Joe Biden, I wouldn't rely on his math for anything. Plus, $3.5 trillion is going to have zero impact on, on the debt, which is about, I think, $21, $22 trillion now. I mean, is he stupid or is he stupid? This is a game, folks. This is going to force us to dig deeper into our pockets to pay for, for a life of socialism that none of us voted for. But then again... Joe Biden came in on that Trojan horse. He was promising to be a moderate. He was going to rein those progressives in. He was going to unify the country. He didn't do anything of that. But Joe Biden, no worries. He says there's nothing radical in the bill. Let's go to cut two, guys. There's nothing in any of these pieces of legislation that's radical, unreasonable. Nothing radical or unreasonable in the bill. Now, I ask you. Listen to this, $2.75 billion to achieve digital equity, $2 million for bee-friendly landscaping, $500 million for a healthy streets program, including reflective sidewalks and tree planting. How about you get a few cops out there if you want healthy streets? And $7.5 billion for electric vehicle charging stations. Guys, you need to worry because more than that, they are offering illegals two years of college education for free. Now, I don't know about you, but I worked my way through college. I worked in a drugstore. I worked waiting tables. I had all kinds of jobs, and I did everything I could to make some extra money to go to college. And here we've got illegals breaking our laws to get here, and we're going to give them already. We give them free education, medication, housing, and whatever they need. But now we got to give them, in addition to K through 12, we got to give them two years of college education for free. Now, the uh, $79 billion is earmarked for enhanced 
IRS enforcement. To conduct more audit, folks, they want more money from you. And if you think they're auditing you and leaving with nothing, you've got to, I got a bridge to sell you. And Biden argues that this more enforcement of I, by IRS will close the tax gap for the amount of uncollected revenue and raise funds for the White House's sweeping spending plan. They want $12 billion for electric cars. That's just to buy electric cars. Now, ain't that special? This should make Hunter Biden and the Chinese really happy, guys, because we purchase lithium batteries from China and the the $3 billion for tree equity, $25 million for bias training, as if political correctness and cancel culture hasn't already told us what, what is tolerated and what is not tolerated in this woke country. And there's also $4 billion for distance learning. Distance learning. Think about that. The schools have not been in session or were not in session for a year and a half. And they've gotten billions, money over and over again for the purchase of equipment and the betterment of classes. And now we need $4 billion for distance learning. Does someone in the Biden crime family have a contract with a computer company? And by the way, where's Hunter? Anybody seen him lately? And two This is one I love. $2 billion to support a civilian climate corps. Now, I guarantee you this civilian climate corps is going to have more power than the police in your town, village, or city. So now we've got this little-known socialist from Vermont, Bernie Sanders, who would have been president but for uh, uh, Hillary Clinton uh, playing around with the DNC and her corruption, and he would have been the Democrat candidate. I, I didn't mean to say president. I should have said Democrat candidate. He would have been in 2020 also were it not for Joe or James Clyburn pushing Joe Biden. The socialists, they're winning elections everywhere. Uh, there are a growing majority, now listen to this, of young adults in the United States who hold a negative view of capitalism. Two years ago, 58% of young adults has a, had a positive view of capitalism. It's going down. In two years now, 49, only 49% of young adults have a positive view of capitalism. So uh, for those of you who want to know what that $3.5 billion bill is going to provide, it's going to provide things that you're going to end up paying for. Our children and grandchildren we will be indebted to pay for. And then we could be just like Venezuela, where, according to the Wall Street Journal, people go through garbage bags full of rubbish to take whatever they can, and then they try to sell the empty garbage bags. Now, when private property and the distribution of income is subject to state control, it doesn't work. We don't need women giving birth in the streets or dying because hospitals are overcrowded and non-existent as they are in Venezuela. So socialism, folks, is what they want. They're jamming it down our throats. They believe that they can get it done. And the amazing part of it is if you're even thinking about supporting any of this nonsense, you're, if you're even thinking about making sure that you know what it says, just Google it. Just Google the $3.5 trillion bill. 
And you'll see that there's no way that we can sustain a country with that kind of debt. And it's not the country you want to live in. And if you really want to test it, go to Venezuela. See if you survive the carjackings, the kidnappings, the tortures. It is not a place you want to visit. And that is my opening statement here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. And up next on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, we're going to be talking about what happened on Capitol Hill when those uh, when the military brass decided that, uh, you know, they would come out and testify than they did before the Senate and the House about Joe Biden. Did Joe Biden tell them the truth? Did Joe Biden tell us the truth? Did our president lie to us when he said various things about Afghanistan? Like nobody told me that we needed to leave troops there and things like, uh, by the way, we've got over the horizon capability, uh, which we don't. And, you know, the Taliban are businesslike and they can protect us at the Kabul airfield, which is another lie with Joe Biden. It's lie after lie after lie. And the problem with that, folks, is not just that he lies. The problem is that when he lies, people actually die. And that's what I want to talk to you about in the next segment. So uh, in the next segment, also, it's going to be your chance to voice your thoughts. We open up the Friends of the Court hotline coming up right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation carries forward a legacy of courage and heroism. This 20th anniversary year, Tunnel to Towers is gifting America's heroes and their families, I love this, with 200 mortgage-free homes to honor the fallen. Chairman and CEO Frank Siller walked more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days, from the Pentagon to Shanksville to Ground Zero. Towers of Light returned to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials in remembrance again this year. And for the first time in our country, the foundation read out loud the names of all we lost to 9-11 related illnesses. So on Veterans Day, another first, the soldiers we lost in the war on terror are having their names read aloud. The words never forget require action. Do good and take action now. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Here, this is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. Buying gold and silver shouldn't be complicated. That's why I trust Universal Coin and Bullion. The company's president, Mike Fulgens, was selected as Dealer of the Year, and he is recognized as America's gold expert. Mike guarantees you will receive quality, authentic gold, silver, and rare coins when you buy from Universal Coin and Bullion. They even have a no-questions 30-day buyback policy. Look. You and I both know the current administration is attacking your financial future, amassing huge debt, devaluing the dollar, and driving up inflation. So invest in gold and silver today from the company that cares about your financial health. 
Call Universal Coin and Bullion at 1-800-UCB-GOLD. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Or check out the quality gold and silver products on their website at universalcoin.com slash Judge Pirro. Their professional staff will help you find the best way to protect yourself and your investments in these crazy financial times. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD or universalcoin.com slash Judge Pirro. All right, now welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. A special shout out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on wabcradio.com streaming worldwide. And for those with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying, Alexa, enable the 77 WABC skill. Now, you don't have to say it that way, but I imagine she answers to anything. Anyway, let's get to the Friends of the Court hotline. I want to make sure you call us at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Okay, uh, let's go to Joe in New York City. Hi, Joe. One second, please. One. I'm sorry about that. Hi there. I'm getting off the speakerphone. I'm sorry, uh, Judge Janine. How are okay, you today? Okay, good. What's your, what, you what's your well, point? Considering the disasters we are facing uh, these days. Yes. Okay, my point is this. Look at Germany after World War II. You know, they turned into a paradise, the country, after uh, uh, the bombings, etc. Japan, two bombings, and look at Japan, paradise. Germany, paradise. Uh, Look at Israel. From the barren desert, they turned it into paradise virtually. Why can't the Haitians, because unfortunately, Uh the enterprising, the hardworking ones who are leaving their country, if Haitians stayed in their country, especially the the ones who are fleeing who are supposed to be the more uh, hard-working and fabulous enterprising ones, you know, they All right. turn their then, then your Then your point is that if, if, if we try to help Haiti in the country of Haiti as opposed to having the Haitians come here, first of all, let me say that many Haitians that I know and that I've met, I mean, they're wonderful people. I think it's, it is a mess over there. Uh, we've just got to make sure that if there's immigration in this country, and I believe in immigration, that we do it legally. And, you know, if you recall, I think the Clintons got involved in Haiti the last time there was a natural disaster there. And the people of Haiti uh, have no use for them because all of the money they said they were bringing, they didn't get any benefits from or so it's been reported. Um, all right. Let's go to Stu in Brooklyn. How are you, Stu? Uh, good morning, Your Honor. Good morning. Uh, Judge, I, <clears throat> um, I'm actually um, 84, and I my, one of my claims to fame is, I was at the Bay of Pigs. I was a young naval officer on a ship wow. that went to And I see history repeated 60 years later, with mm-hmm. one exception, which I'll get to in a minute. Okay. Uh, the Bay of Pigs, uh, you had military incompetence. You had intelligence that only you know, they wanted to believe. And the professionals who said the whole thing could not work were not listened to. They were forced to, uh, to tell the party line. Okay, but I don't have a lot of time. What What's your question? The outlet, the, the point is that when it was over, Kennedy had all of the principals involved in the planning fired, including uh, Charles Cable, whose brother actually was the mayor of Dallas when Kennedy was assassinated. Okay, okay, but well, we don't need ancient history. What is, what is your point? 
My point is, if you look at a map of Central Asia, uh, Tajikistan, and the Tajiks hate the Pashtuns. Right. The uh, Dushanbe is 250 air miles from Kabul. The C-17s cruised at about 500. They could have made 10 trips, and in a week's time, you could have had a quarter of a million people uh, stockpiled over in the area where they were not under the guns of the Taliban instead of those planes making one trip a day. Well, okay, I could, Stu, I can't agree with you more. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is, and we're going to be talking to Peter King in a minute, about the uh, our exit from Afghanistan was a national catastrophe. It was an embarrassment. We are looked at differently on the world stage. There is so much that could have been done. We have the greatest military in the world, and we've just got a bunch of buffoons in the White House. And we're going to be talking about that. And this guy, Anthony Blinken, he's got no more right to be in the State Department than my French poodle has to be in driving a car. So let, let's just make sure that we're all on the same page with this right now. We're going to be talking about all the lies and how those lies actually ended up uh, causing people's death. Now, uh, we're going to go to the first thing uh, before we get to Peter King. They, uh, President Biden I call him the liar-in-chief, not the commander-in-chief. He lied to the entire world and hundreds of American families when he said that we would stay in Afghanistan till every American is out. That was a lie. But more than a lie, it caused people to die. It caused people, whether they were at that airport, trying to get to the airport, hanging off of airplanes, in the wheel well, or with the Taliban beating people to death. We don't know the Afghan interpreters or they were people who assisted us. Uh, it was a disaster. His lie caused people to die. The second lie, he said no to George Stephanopoulos on ABC. My military advisors didn't want me to keep any troops there. No, no one said that. And Stephanopoulos pushed him. And he said, you know, your military advisors? No, they never said that. No one said that. This guy is either stupid or he has no memory. And either way, the Oval Office is not a place for someone who is a liar, who breaks who breaks honesty, who doesn't tell the truth to the American people. And as a result of not keeping uh, 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 troops there, people died, military servicemen died. And Biden says, Biden says, well, uh, and Blinken specifically says, well, you know, in Afghanistan, uh, you know, the Taliban, uh, they're assisting us in, uh, in the border around the Kabul airport, Kabul airport. And no, they weren't. They didn't know what they were doing. They let in someone who was a suicide bomber. His lie ended up causing 13 servicemen and a woman, two women, to die at that airport. The Taliban is not businesslike. They're not professional. They're not people that we should let them prove to the world how good they are. They lied about the Taliban and people died. So Biden lied. He says, no, 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 they disabled the equipment. That is an out-and-out lie. And the sad part about all this is when he says, we don't worry, we have over-the-horizon capabilities, meaning we can attack without any troops being on the ground. Let me tell you why that's a lie and why people died. 
that over the horizon capability was a lie because his over the horizon capability in the form of a drone killed seven Afghan children and a U.S. aid worker. All that nonsense. And at the CIA told them last minute, said to them, look, those are civilians. Those are civilians. Now they had, they had been following them for eight hours. They didn't know they were civilians. If you've got a, a drone, a drone can read a license plate from, from as high up as they are in the sky. You want to know how terrorists are created? You're an American who sends in a drone that wipes out seven children, a USAID worker, and two other people. It was a total of 10, all civilians. But they came out and they lied about it. They knew it was a lie. These people are not worthy of the positions they are holding in the White House. They are not worthy to be the Secretary of State, the Defense Secretary. Milley saying uh, that it was a... uh, What was it? An honorable strike? He had another word for it. It was a justified strike. I forget. I'll look it up. But um, these people lie and people die. And that's what America can't have. You know, a lot of you don't remember the, the term the ugly American. Well, I'm telling you right now, Biden is bringing it back. He's bringing it back. And he says, uh, Al Qaeda is gone from Afghanistan. I know you're stupid. I know you don't know what you're talking about. The truth is, Al-Qaeda is not gone from Afghanistan. And just this morning, I got I got an email. I get emails all the time. Let me see if I can find it here. It was this morning from someone who gets information from the ground in Afghanistan. Uh, we're, oh, right here. Uh The Taliban have launched a series of assassinations. This is from my source. Killing former government employees, prosecutors, journalists, and security personnel every day. The Haqqani Network has reportedly set up a special intelligence group. And by the way, they're the part of the Taliban. To carry out assassinations of government employees who've been targeted. For example, a journalist was shot dead in... uh, Mazdagar yesterday at 1700 uh, and a policeman named Katak was shot dead in the Pakita province at 910 this morning. The incident took place in Sharana, the capital of Paktika province. More than 10 people have been targeted and killed in the past week. So I tell you folks, this is, this is a day of, of, of this whole administration is an administration that doesn't deserve to be in the White House. So uh, we will be talking uh, with someone in a few minutes, uh, Representative Peter King, who's going to be joining us on the uh, Sunday Morning Tunnel to Towers show. And we're going to ask you a question of the week, tell you how to participate when the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show returns. Here, this is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. 
Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Joining us now is the guest that I've been talking to you about all morning, Congressman, a former congressman. He represented South Shore, Long Island, New York, in the House of Representatives from 1993 to 2021. He was also chair of the House Committee on Homeland Security, a very, very important uh, chairmanship, especially during those years. Please join me in welcoming Congressman Peter King to the Judge and Imperial Tunnel Towers Foundation show. Uh, Congressman, it's nice to be able to talk to you uh, this morning. Thank you for taking time to be with us this morning. Now, uh, I want very much to talk to you about that hearing uh, before the House and the Senate this week where the uh, Armed Services uh, uh, panels heard testimony from Defense Secretary uh, Austin and Chief of the Central Command McKenzie and then uh, a Joint Chief Chair Milley. They all said that they told the president to leave 2,500 troops there. The president comes out and tells Stephanopoulos, no, no one told me that. No, 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 no. Are you sure no one told you that? No, no, not that I can remember. Uh, what, what, what should happen in a situation like that, Congressman. Oh, Judge, thank you very much for having me on. It's always great to be with you. It's good to be uh, with you, Pete. Well, first of all, I mean, the president showed himself here to be a liar. I mean, he has the right to overrule generals. They give advice. That's fine. But for him to deny that and to uh, act so casual, no, no one ever told me that. I mean, if you're going to make a decision like that, you should be ready, the president should be ready to explain it and give the whole story. And if he wanted to overrule generals, he should say why he did it. But he didn't. He just denied it and lied about it. And as far as the uh, generals, uh, I, I, I think McKenzie was in a tough spot overall. I don't really fault, from what I know, I don't fault McKenzie for anything. Uh, but uh, uh, Milley is a whole different story. I mean, yeah. I read almost every book that's come out about President Trump uh, during the election and after the election, whether it's Woodward and the Burn, uh, Woodward and uh, Robert Costa, right. uh, or the book by Michael Wolf, or the one by the two Washington Post editors. And General Milley is all over those books. I mean, he is the most political general. I mean, he was undermining President Trump. He, he criticizes President Trump during the uh, uh, Black Lives Matter riots. He calls them small disturbances, saying that President Trump overreacted to that. And he talks about all these private conversations he had. He makes it sound as if he was protecting the country against a Nazi takeover by Donald Trump. He should be forced to resign. To me, he can even be court-martialed for what he's done. Well, and, you know uh, what, he, Peter uh, King, I couldn't agree with you more. Keep going. No, and uh, to me, uh, what he did, and for the, him to be glorified by the uh, media, I mean, think of uh, General Flynn. General Flynn was doing his job by reaching out to the Russians. That was uh, totally, totally appropriate for, national, for an incoming national security advisor. Right. Say, hold off, we're going to be coming in, we're going to have our policies. That is totally legitimate. In fact, he would have been negligent if he didn't do it. Instead, he was basically forced out. It led to him being indicted under really totally phony uh, charges and to have his life ruined because he was doing the right thing. Now you have Milley uh, speaking secretly to uh, China. And I don't buy this. Uh, if he actually did say that, uh, you know, we're not going to attack, even that, you shouldn't be telling the enemy what you're going to do or not do. And China is the enemy right now. But to say that if we are going to attack, I will give you full warning. Now, that, what that means is China would try to preempt us by firing nuclear weapons at us, by killing Americans. Exactly. And this is absolutely disgraceful. That is not his job. It's the commander-in-chief. So for a guy who acts as if he was trying to protect the nation from a fascist takeover, this in many ways was a military coup that General mm -hmm. Milley was carrying out. 
You know, what's interesting is, I mean, before I even get to Millie, the idea that, you know, Biden is saying, no, they didn't, no, they didn't, no, they didn't. And then, oh, they were split. Not that I can remember. So Biden is either lying uh, or he doesn't remember or he is too stupid to understand, just as you stated, that he can say, sure, but I made this decision. Which is it? Is he a liar? Is he too stupid to understand that he doesn't have to follow what they say and make believe he never heard it? Or does he not understand, you know, what's going on? I mean, does is this guy you look, Congressman yeah, Peter King, you've been in, in Congress for a long time. Not one of them is acceptable. I mean, uh, if he doesn't know what he's doing, obviously, he shouldn't be the president. If he if he gets it that quickly, he shouldn't be president. If he is lying that openly to the American people over a matter of life and death, then it raises real questions about his ability to be president. I mean, this isn't uh, something where you're trying to interpret a phone call or where you're, whether you're trying to uh, explain away a campaign contribution from somebody. You're talking about an out-and-out lie. Americans died. Afghans died. And President Biden is lying about it. I mean, this is just unacceptable, inexcusable. And to me, it violates his oath of office. You know, and but if, if if President Trump makes a phone call, let's impeach him. Now, let's talk about impeachment. It is certainly an impeachable offense. Uh, and, but we don't have the numbers in the House. Uh, and it's really that simple. And, uh, you know, I think a few congressmen have talked about impeachment. But what do you think is going to happen in 2022 uh, as it relates to Biden? I would say that... Uh... Unless, well, first of all, let me just say as far as the Congress, unless Republicans really do a poor job, uh, we should have overwhelming majorities in the House and certainly get a majority back in the Senate. I mean, everything is leaning toward that. And then it'll be our job at that time to fully investigate, going back on this, fully investigate anything that happened, get all the details on it. Uh, to see if, the, if uh, President Biden was, was being irresponsible, whether he was being totally duplicitous, and to be able to prevent these policies going going forward. As far as impeachment, uh, I generally try to shy away from that because that can become a, uh, you know, a, uh, uh, a a very slippery slope. It was I strongly opposed the uh, impeachment of President Trump. That was absolutely absurd. Uh, but even in this case, where the president is acting irresponsibly, also, you know, the uh, reality is if uh, uh, Joe Biden goes, then we get Kamala Harris, oh. uh, which is uh, oh. no. I mean, she has to be, I don't know, any vice president who has made such an impression in so short a time and uh, in, in such a negative way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, she, uh, I mean, just, you know, going back, even whether it was Joe Biden when he was vice president, never carried on the way Kamala Harris is. I mean, she's being isolated. Nobody wants her. The White House doesn't want her. Democrats don't seem to want her. And I don't know, I don't know what she's doing. I mean, well, what she's, she's doing to do is the border. And she basically refuses to do that. All well, she's what she's done is really teach us how to giggle or laugh, whatever that. You know, I have to tell you, Congressman Peter King, that as a woman, uh, you know, who's run for office many times, I am mortified by a woman who reaches that level of power. And I'm very proud of women who reach, you know, whatever level of, 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 of power they can reach. I mean, good for them. But when they are 
cacklers and do nothing but laugh and show themselves to be less than competent. And, you know, it, it is it is such a disappointment for women. It is so disheartening for women to say, how did this woman get get there? And there's a lot of talk about that, a lot of talk about what she did in California and how she got to be attorney general. But, you know, that's not that's not my point here. But to see a vice president as a woman who is as inept and as incapable of carrying out any duties or causing people to rally round her is unbelievable. But I want to talk while I've got you, Congressman King. I want to talk to you about what's going on with that $3.5 trillion Build Back Better bill. That's what they call it. Now, the the progressives uh, apparently stopped the passage. Nancy Pelosi, it seems like, is no longer a speaker that the progressives have her by the short hairs. I mean, are the are the, the are the radical liberals running Congress now? Yes, to a large extent they are. And uh, there's no love at all between Nancy Pelosi and AOC and that crowd. But Nancy Pelosi is scared of them. I mean, they have uh, they can run primaries in so many districts around the country. They have access to control so much of the funding that's coming in, whether it's from Soros or others. And I saw it when I was there. I mean, they were able to block uh, legislation. They were able to move the Democratic Party to the left. Listen, uh, you know, she, uh, AOC defeated Joe Crowley. Right. They knocked off Elliot Engel. They forced Nita Lowy not to run. They almost defeated Carol Maloney. They made an all-out effort to defeat Henry Cuellar in Texas. And he had to spend I don't know how many, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he only won by two or three points. And he's mm-hmm. probably the best Democratic congressman they have. So they, don't want, they, they really want to sort of keep her calm, keep her happy, give her as much as they have to to uh, – and move forward right now. Listen, I mean, the Democrats, if I were a Democrat, if they had gone ahead and voted for the $1.2 trillion bill, which come out of the Senate with bipartisan support, right. President Biden could have had a big, big bill signing ceremony saying this is a great bipartisan infrastructure bill. I got it through. Instead, uh, AOC is willing to kill that because they want to get the socialist program rammed through in the so-called rec- uh, reconciliation bill. No one knows what's in the bill. And I'm saying that Legitimately, they really haven't even written the full bill yet. And we're talking about $3.5 trillion. They put a dollar amount there. But that's going to transform our society. And apart from uh, individual parts of it that you or I may disagree with, you know, when Franklin Roosevelt had the New Deal, when LBJ had the Great Society, each of those programs was a separate vote, a separate bill, separate study committee hearings, separate debates. I mean, uh, this reconciliation bill is just going to ram everything through. There's not going to be any debate on any of the real issues that are in it, and it's going to put it all, if it ever passes, it would transform the government with one piece of legislation. It's absolutely shameful that it's being done this way, and uh, it shouldn't be done at all. But to be, if you are going to do it, at least try to do it through you know, the legislative formula. I think that I hope, I hope Joe Manchin holds firm. I hope Kristen Sinema holds firm. Uh, they have to stop this, and... Uh, Republicans have to be – right now I think we can sort of watch the Democrats kill each other off on this, but we have to be ready to have a full-court defense and uh, go on offense once – once the Democrats finally decide what they're going to do. Well, I got to tell you, Congressman Peter King, I, I really I really miss your common sense analysis. I really miss your strength. I mean, you were always right on the money in terms of, you know, your your position on issues that 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 had us secure as Americans right now. Uh, and in my opening and, and on my show Justice last night. Uh, on Fox, you know, I talked about this is this is the not so slow 
creeping of socialism into America. And if they get this $3.5 billion, I mean, even the civilian corps, civilian climate corps, whatever they called it, I mean, I guarantee they're going to have more power than the police. I mean, I see what's going on in Australia. They're arresting people, locking them up on COVID issues. I mean, I, I expect that to come here. And Americans, they only have one option right now, and that's the voting booth. Is that, Am I right? Absolutely. I agree with you completely. Uh, this, to me, is uh, – and we have to mobilize. We can't, we can't let our guard down. I think uh, I've seen it, for instance, like in 2018 when President Trump wasn't on the ballot. A lot of Republicans didn't bother coming out. The Democrats come out in full force. Right. That's how they were able to take over the House. We have, to, we have to mobilize. We have to be out there. And we can't just sit back and complain. We have to really be out, be out there on the firing line, in the trenches, getting the job done. Because really we're fighting for the survival of our country as we've known it for 200 years. Yeah, and and you know we we talk about it so often, but but I must tell you, Congressman Peter King, it is it is it is frightening to me. We've got the military uh, that uh, you know is they lied to us, and then you know they apparently you know said the truth when they about Joe Biden, and he lied to us. I mean, it's almost as like everybody's lying to us. We know what's going on, and we're starting to feel helpless, and I don't like that. And that's why you know what we're seeing is this trek to the red states and then with with the border the democrats are sending you know the illegals i'm going to call them illegals that's what they are they're They're illegals who didn't wait their place in line like everyone else waited their place in line paid for lawyers proved that they could support themselves had something to offer america including their allegiance to this country but these illegals come in now they're being sent to florida to republican states i mean abbott's got a problem in texas they are changing America, and they're doing it in front of us. And, and I got to tell you, we will be nothing more than a globalist landing spot. We will not be a sovereign nation. But last word, and I, I, I thank you for your time, for your generous uh, uh, spending of time with us. No, no, believe me, it's my privilege. Also, you know, getting back to uh, Kamala Harris, we're talking about a woman of color and how she conducts herself. Was anyone better than Condoleezza Rice? I mean, just make the comparison between yep. Condoleezza, uh, Condoleezza Rice and uh, Kamala Harris. As far as our country, you're right. For instance, in New York City, they're talking about giving immigrants the right to vote and, you know, for mayor and for other city elections. We, uh, the U.S. should be totally sovereign and independent, not just part of a, a global structure where people can come and go when they want. We should, have, we should be Americans, only Americans, and we have to fight for America. We have to stand with America. We can't allow ourselves to be, just become some polyglot part of the whole world. We're mm-hmm. not the whole world. We're America. We are America. We're special. We're exceptional. I don't care what they think. Congressman Peter King, thank you so much for joining us on the Judge and Imperial Tunnel to Towers show. I very much appreciate your input. And uh, I got to tell you guys, he, he is absolutely wonderful. And, you know, he talks about, uh, you know, in giving immigrants the right to vote. I, I'm going to tell you right now, in New Hampshire, I believe they have the right to get a license. Well, what do you need to vote? Just some form of, uh, you know, identification. You go in there and you vote. Uh, scary stuff. Anyway, uh, right now your phone calls are going to be coming up on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Call into the Friends of the Court hotline, 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. And the results we've been waiting to reveal. We're talking about our question of the week, and it's coming up next right here on the one and only 77 WABC. 
Now, born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. This year, the foundation is bringing 200 mortgage-free homes to Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and to our nation's most catastrophically injured veterans and first responders. Frank Siller connected where America was attacked on foot from the Pentagon to Shanksville to downtown Manhattan, where he retraced his brother's footsteps on 9-11. Thanks to your support, Towers of Light returned this year to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials. For the first time, our country recognized the people that we lost to 9-11 related illnesses through the foundation ceremony. And another first is planned for Veterans Day. Those lost in the war on terror are having their names read aloud. That gives me goosebumps. Anyway, honor our vow to never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Thank you. Tipping the scales when all else fails. The Judge Janine Tunnel the Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. Buying gold and silver should not be complicated. That's why I trust Universal Coin and Bullion. The company's president, Mike Fulgens, was selected as Dealer of the Year, and he is recognized as America's gold expert. Mike guarantees that you will receive quality, authentic gold, silver, and rare coins when you buy from Universal Coin and Bullion. They even have a no-question 30-day buyback policy. Look, if you've been listening to me at all, uh, or if you just read the news, the current administration is attacking your financial future, amassing debt, devaluing the dollar, driving up inflation. So invest in gold and silver today from the company that cares about your financial health. Call Universal Coin and Bullion at 1-800-UCB-GOLD. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD. Or check out the quality gold and silver products on their website at universalcoin.com slash Judge Pirro. Their professional staff will help you find the best way to protect yourself and your investments in these crazy financial times. That's 1-800-UCB-GOLD or universalcoin.com slash Judge Pirro. All right, now welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. You know what time it is. It's time to reveal our question of the week. Now, last week we posed this question. Do you think that law enforcement in Northport mishandled the situation involving the situation with Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie prior to her disappearance? The question posed as the Brian Laundry manhunt continues. The former boyfriend of 22-year-old Gabby Petito has been missing for weeks now as the Petito family mourns the death of their daughter. Uh, and so here are the results. 40% said no, 60% said yes. The opinion is nearly split. 60% of the listening audience says yes. The Northport police did mishandle the Brian Laundry Gabby Petito situation. 40% said no, it was handled properly. So for this week's upcoming question of the week, uh, do you agree with the politicization and the media participation of top military officials such as Mark Milley? Now, what do I mean by that? Do you agree with the fact that Mark Milley the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs is involved in the writing of so many books and has taken so many positions as chairman of the Joint Chiefs while he is chairman of the Joint Chiefs. 
So make sure you chime into the conversation and vote. All you have to do is log on to our website at wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. That's wabcradio.com slash tag slash web dash poll. I'll be reading the results of the question of the week next Sunday live right here on 77 WABC. Now, um, I just want to make some mention of what's going on with the Gabby Petito case. Now, right now, we know that uh, we found out, I should say, that the police in Moab, Utah, had more information, and Gabby admitted that uh, Brian Laundrie hit her. I put out an article that I wrote uh, in uh, on foxnews.com. It's called uh, Judge Jeanine Pirro, Gabby Petito, Brian Laundrie, and the Utah Law. Now that more information is coming out, now that Gabby Petito was saying, yeah, she had a cut uh, on the side of her face and that, yeah, he hit her, they were fight slapping, and, um, you know, her cheek still burns. If you've been punched or you've been slapped, you know it burns for a while, especially if you've gotten a good punch or a hard slap. So in my uh, op-ed uh, opinion piece at foxnews.com, uh, I talk about the fact that Utah law mandates an arrest, as many states in this country do, when it comes to domestic violence. Police can't just show up and say, yeah, you know, let's separate them for a few hours. They'll get back together tomorrow. No, we've learned too much. And I started one of the first domestic violence units in the nation in 1978 as a prosecutor. I get this. What you've got to do is you've got to make a decision who is the primary person responsible for the abuse? We call them the primary aggressor. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to go read that article and then consider what you've heard because more information will continue to come out from Moab, Utah, from that stop. They told him to get a hotel. She stayed in the van. Here's what should have happened. Based on what I know so far, and again, it's not absolute. Number one, they should have figured out he had her van. It was her van. He had her phone, her phone. She's the one with apparently the cut on her face. She's the one who's taking responsibility for everyone and for the assault. In fact, we know a few days earlier she went in and apologized for his uh, mistreatment of uh, the help at, a, I think it was called a Misty Pig or something, in Utah. She is a typical young woman who is battered, who is fearful of what's coming next. And as, as a country, as a nation, we have to recognize it's not as simple as first appearances. You've got to do a deeper dive into not who hit last, but who is the primary aggressor. So I want you to make very sure that you continue to watch that, get my op-ed article, watch my show, Justice, on Saturday night on Fox. And if you want, get my book, Don't Lie to Me. It's Janine Pirro style. Now, I can't believe we're out of time already. I want to make sure that you join us right back here next Sunday at 11 a.m. sharp for the Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. And up next, it's going to be the Dick Moore Show, where you can listen to great political commentary. I love Dick. You know that. I tell you that every week on the issues that you and I and everyone in America care about. Happy Sunday, everyone. Bye.